Okay, let's start off with Parshas Chukas, Tavshin Ayin Ches, and we'll start off with the second, the word of the Parsha, Chukas, the second word in the second Pasuk in the Parsha. This is the Chuka of the Torah. What is the Chok? Zos Chukas HaTorah. So we know Chok here in this context, Pashas means para aduma, but Chok, as we understand Chok, is a category of mitzvos. So it's Chukas HaTorah. How many categories of mitzvos are there? So we usually understand that there are two categories of mitzvos. Usually we think there are Chukim and there are Mishpatim. Zos Chukas HaTorah, para the ultimate Chok. But let's backtrack for a moment. First we'll see what is more understood, and then we will see, hopefully, maybe a little bit uh, deeper. The Ramam writes in the Pirish Mishnayis, in Shmona Prakim, in the uh, uh, sixth parak of Shmona Prakim, his Hakdama to Pirkei Avos, he discusses the question that bothers both philosophers and Chachamim, and I gave you the second half of the of the parak because in the first half he presents the machlokas he says between the chachamim and the philosophers. Is it better to want to do an avera and overcome and say Hashem told me that I can't do it even though I want to do it? You know I'm going to you know overcome and not do it, or is it better to asay ritzona ritzon the chulu and not to even want to have the taiva? to do the Avera. So which is it? So the Raman presents it as, at the beginning, I didn't give you this part, as a machlokas between the philosophers and the Chachamim. The philosophers say it is much better, it's a higher level, to channel, to condition myself, to not even have a taiva, to want to do the Avera. After all, this is what God says, this is the divine will, so therefore it has to be that the ultimate is that you don't want to do it. You don't want to do this Avera, because this is what HaKadosh Baruch tells you not to do. That's how the Ramam expresses the philosopher's view. And the Ramam says, but the Chachamim say, no, it's no problem. Hashem gives us drives. He gives us desires. Efshi v'efshi, avakadosh baruch hu gozer alai. What can I do? The Ramam presents it as a machlokas between the philosophers and the Chachamim. But then the Ramam says, I can make shalom. I can make shalom between the philosophers and the Rabbanim. And that's where we come into the source number one. And then we will see how this relates to our Parsha as an introductory thought for the Parsha. Says the Rambam, Based on the understanding, based on the understanding of all of these Ma'amarim, there's a contradiction. But really, it is not true. There is no contradiction. They are both true. Where are they true by? So let's see, says the Rambam. What do the philosophers say are evil? Asher Amru, and they say, You shouldn't even have a desire. We shouldn't have a desire to, to want to do them. For some, it may sell Kobane Adam. When the philosophers say that we should have conditioned ourselves to have our desires in sync with God's desires, those are the Averos that we might call Mishpatim, those that make sense to us. Kagon, Shvi Chazdamin, I wish I could kill the guy, but, you know, Akadosh Baruch Hu Gazer Alai. Chas V'Shalom. Geneva, Gezela, I wish I could steal that, but, you know, Hashem is preventing me from, from, from stealing it. No! I should realize that it's not mine. I should have a desire. Or to damage someone. All of those, the Rambam says, that's what the philosophers are talking about. The Rambam, Lishitaso, was trying to make shalom between philosophy and, and Torah. But says the Rambam, when do the philosophers say, when is it better to have myself conditioned and not even to want to do the Avera? That's by Geneva, Gezela, Onah, Hezek, or, I really, I don't want to be nice to that person. But you know what? Hashem says I have to be nice. Okay, I'll do it. I'll be nice. No. We should want to be nice to other people. That's what we should. To disgrace my parents. And I really want to, okay, keep it up. What can I do? No. Says the Rambam, there's one category. And these are the mitzvahs which Chazal says, Even if they had not been written, but it's a uh, roi that 
they would have been written anyway. What we call logical mitzvos mishpatim sichlios, as the Rambam says, v'ikru osan ksas michachamenu ha'achronim, asher chali, chalu chali amadabri, mitzvah sichlios. He calls the achronim, when the Rambam is calling somebody an achron, doesn't mean what we call an achron. He's calling the achronim Rav Sadigon. Rav Sadigon in Amos Videos, he calls them sichlios. V'yein safeik shahanefesh asher tichsof ledavar behem, v'tishtokeg elav shehi chaseira. It's obvious. If there is someone who desires to do any of these, but they have to overcome, there's a lack in their soul. That is one category. What we would call sichlios, what we would call mishpatim. That which the Chachamim say, that it's, you should be Kovish your Yetzer, and you should want to do it, but say, you know what, Hashem, I'm, I know I want to do it, but Hashem says I can't do it. So I'm not going to do it. Heim Taros Hashimios. Those are what the Rav Sadiagon and the Ramam calls Shimios, those that we hear, but we don't specifically understand. What we call Chukim. V'ze'emes, and that's also true, says the Rambam. She'omale ha-Torah lo'haya rose klau. Had the Torah not forbade them, there would be nothing wrong with doing it. Umipnei ze'amru. Shitzarach adam she'aniach nafsho oheves osan. V'lo yilmonei anbeim rak torah I could want to do it. I could really have a desire. I love this leather jacket of shotness. You know, it has these these fibers that are so, they're so so comfortable. There's nothing wrong with my desiring to wear that. And Hashem says no. And that's an ultimate. That's an ideal. The examples that Chazal gave about overcoming Kovish or Yetzer are not killing, are not stealing. Or lying. Or lying. Right? We have to, it has to be part of, part of who we are. Today I went out to, with the, uh, with the kids to, uh, to, uh, to a museum. So we went there. So it was 12 and under for a certain price and then 13 and above for the adult price. So the lady looks and Rosers are not from the people with the height so much. So, so, you know, the lady was, was saying, okay, this many adults, this many children. I say, no, he's 13. So he says, oh. She's like, oh, I didn't know. So my son looks at me. He's like, what? I'm like, yeah. You know, what Kaddish Baruch says. You know, it doesn't, it's not worth any amount of money. Right? Those aren't the examples that Kaddish Baruch that uh, Chazal gave. So, Interesting where he puts Arayos. Again, not for now. But either way, says the Rambam, Eloah mitzvahs achayotzeh man, these are what are called chukim, and that's the Rambam's shalom between the philosophers and the chachamim. It's not a machlokas, though one might say the philosophers would say, well, mitzvahs, you have to try to condition myself to do what a Kodesh Baruch Hu wants, and by chachamim, no, efshi v'efshi, have a Kodesh Baruch Hu, or the shalom between the, between the philosophers and the rabbanan. So those two categories are generally how we understand the uh, categories of mitzvahs, and he ends off the parak. In the, in the, again, the sixth parak in Shemona Prakim, and it's like, Damat Yavos, that this is a Chiddush Nifla, and I'm making Shalom amongst everybody. But if we look at Rabbeinu Bachai at the beginning of our Parsha, now we're getting back to Parsha's Chukas, he says there are really three categories of mitzvos. Even though we call them two, but he says that there are three. Again, if anybody ever looked at Rabbeinu Bachai, he introduces every single Parsha in the Torah, he quotes a Pasuk from Mishlei, he explains the Pasuk, and then ends off the introduction, and this is exactly what it means, and he quotes the first Pasuk in the Parsha. That's his derech, and if any, at least, you know, we want to learn uh, 50 plus Pesukim in Mishlei, we can at least go through uh, Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar at the beginning of the Parsha. So he quotes here in source number two. B'ni, Shmar Amarai Umitzvosai Titzponi Tach. You have it at the bottom there? It's a little cut off, um, but uh, I'll read it. Um, Shlomo Melach says, Shmar Amarai, be careful and guard my Amarim, umitzvosai titzponitach, and my mitzvos, guard amongst, uh, with you. Shmar mitzvosai vechyei vesorosai kishonei necha. There's a lot of words that means mitzvos in this Pasuk. There's Amarai, mitzvosai, torosai, says Rabbein Abachai. Shlomo Amalach alav ashalom idaber tamid besever mishlei b'shem chachma. He's based on wisdom here. And Shlomo Amalach is alluding to us here. That in the categories of mitzvos, 
He says on the fourth line, Kula Nechlakos al Shlosha Chalakim, three categories. Mitzvos Mikubalos, Mitzvos Muskalos, U Mitzvos She'en Taima Nigle Umivuar. What are the three categories? And mitzvos, you can pass these back for people who don't have more. Three categories of mitzvos. Mikubalos, those are alpikabala. What does that mean? We'll see in a second. Mitzvos muskalos and mitzvos that don't have the time. And once we see this Rabbeinu Bachai, like it's very mistaver al-halev. Three categories. Mitzvos mikubalos. Hein mitzvos she'ein adam motzam b'sichlo. A person wouldn't have thought of these mitzvos logically by themselves were it not for what the Torah told us. But they're not chukim. They're not in that category of shatnis and basar b'chalaf. Even though I wouldn't have thought of them had the Torah not commanded. So for example, tefillin. Would I have thought of tefillin without the Torah commanding tefillin? Tefillin is not like one of those kibbutzah aim type of categories. So where does tefillin fit? It's not Basar B'chalav. It's not, it's not uh, Kibar Ava'im and, and Valdor Echagamoch and Ginev and Gezela. So there's been a B'chai, three categories. Mitzvahs Mekubalos. A mitzvah that we have a Kabbalah Kaddish Baruch who gave us. Once we have it, it's meaningful to us. We understand it. Maybe it's relating to us to remember an event. Where would we put all of those? Mishpatim? Okay, but they're not the same type of Mishpatim as Sichlios as the others that we would have said. They are God-given mitzvos. They are testimonies. They are edus. They reflect godliness. When we were tefillin, Right, we our our heart and our and our and our mind are connected to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Ve'edus gemura al chiddush haolam kemitzvah shabbos v'shmita v'yovel. All of these are edus. They're mekubalos. The Rambam says that's category one. A little bit more on the bottom. This little cut off. I'll read it. Mitzvos muskalos. But category two, what we would call mishpatim muskalos, based on seichel purely. These we would have figured out even if the Torah had not been given. It's not like Tefillin or Tzitzis or Shofar or Lula or Sukkah. Gezel or Ritzicha, Geneva, stealing, ripping somebody off, cheating somebody, murder. Mitzvahs halalu yikrem akasa mishpatim. Those are mishpatim. Mitzvahs she'ein taima nigle umavurhe mitzvahs kilai and basa v'chalav siyer mishtaleach para aduma chukim. Three categories. Let's remember for a moment the question of the Chacham that we have at the Seder. Maha edus v'achukim v'hamishpatim. Asher tziva Hashem alkeinu eschem. There's three. Remember this for the Haggadah Shir, Brother Shem, next year. Maha edus chukim mishpatim. So what, what, edus is like the title for the next two? Three categories, says Rabbeinu Bachai. There are eduyos mikubalos. There are chukim, and there are mishpatim. And now we get towards the end of the piece, and the end of source number two. And this is what the Pasuk means in Mishlei. Shmar amarai, guard my amarim al mitzvos mikubalos. Those are the mitzvos that are mikubal upon us, that we have a misora from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But they are meaningful to us. They wouldn't put it in the category of chukim. Shmar mitzvos sai al mitzvos hamuskalos. Shebohen yichyeha adam, ubohen yishuvea medinos. Mitzvosai, commandments, and you shall live by them. That's societal mitzvos, that we have to live amongst each other. U mitzvosai titzponi tach ala chukim shem tzfunim v'ne'elamim. It's from the word safun, hidden. It's hidden with us. Their reason. Ein ta'amon nigleh Torah. We have to do them. They're not as tasty, right? The Mepharshim point out. They're tam reason, tam taste. That's connected, because when we know of a reason, it's tastier for us. That's the, the, the Tom and the Tom are, 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 are connected. So a mitzvah that does not have Tom is a little harder for us. We do it just do it because the Kodesh Baruch Hu told us to do it. That is an example of a chukah, and this is the beginning of the parashas, those chukahs as he gets into paraduma.
So again, that was a more lengthy thought, but again, to start us off, we get into Parshas Chukas, where we talk about categories of mitzvos. We have chukim, we have mishpatim, we learned there are really three categories. According to Rabbeinu Bachai, there are what we would call chukim, what we would call mishpatim, and what we would call mitzvos mekubalos, or mitzvos eduyos. Okay, let's get back to the beginning of the parsha. Hashem says to Moshe and Aaron, Zos chukas this is the chok of the Tarsha, Tziva Hashem, Lemar, V'chul. Let's read the Rashi about what we were just talking about. So it's Chukas HaTorah, first Rashi in the Parsha. L'fisha asatan ve'umos ha'olam monines Yisrael, Lomar, the other nations, and the Satan, interesting group, ha'satan ve'umos ha'olam, as if there's an internal force and an external force. The Satan from within and the umos ha'olam from without. Each try to get us to, to not do it. Monines Yisrael, Lomar, Ma Mitzvazos, Umatam Yeshba. What is this? What are you doing? Leficha Kasav Bachuke. It says Chok. Gzerahi Milafanai, Ein Rishus Lahara Acharecha. So the Pashtus of this Tanchuma is, it says the decree, just do it. But if you look here in the Vakarasa Lashabas Oneg, Rav Meir Pamishlaner, one of the Rebbes, says, maybe there's a deeper Alderach Drush idea. Gzerahi Milafanai, Let's focus on those two words. Before a person does a mitzvah, the Yitzhar says, comes and tries to convince us, why do you need to do this for? No, it's not so important. You are going to involve yourself in this mitzvah. You are such an awesome person. You're amazing. This mitzvah, is that matim lacha? Is it fitting for you? Before we do the mitzvah, there's all types of excuses. Why we shouldn't do it. Why, you know, it's not worth it. There are a lot of better, a lot of better things that we should be doing. I'm in the middle of this. I should run out to Mincha and Mayrav now. And I'll dive in here. I'll dive in at home. It's, you know, all the excuses in the book. If a person strengthens himself, and he overcomes and does the mitzvah, the Yitzhar doesn't give up. Now he does rearview mirror. Okay, so you did it. What do you get out of it? Trying to make us regret, trying to make us think about, maybe it wasn't, maybe the next time, but think about it afterwards. Maho alta basiyasa. Says Rameyer Pamishlaner, Gzeira himilfanai, ein lacha rishus laharher achareha. There's a lafanai, and there's an achareha. Zos chukas hatora. That's the Rashi on the deep, on a, on a deep level, on a Jewish level. Gzeira himilfanai, ein lacha rishus laharher achareha. Vizos kadele hi natsel mishtei tainos eloshel yitzahara. Lefnei kima mitzvah, ula achareha. What do we say to him beforehand? Oh, what's it worth it to you? It's a gzera. I don't care what I'm getting out of it. I'm doing it because the Kaddish Baruch Hu told me to do it. He goes there. Gzera him ilafanai. Gzera him eis Hashem l'kayim es ha-mitzvah. Afo pishel adai t'cha en la erat gadol. Even though you don't think it's so valuable. But afterwards, if I do it, I'm not being mahari afterwards. I did it. I'm done. I'm done. It was worth I'm not I'm trying to rethink and... And wonder if it was uh, worthwhile. I did it. Sometimes we all, sometimes we do something, and it's natural. Maybe I, I was in the middle of this. Was it really worth it to do this chesed, do this and that? We did it. We did it. We have to say, Hakadosh Baruch gave me the chance to do it. First, is to do it. But sometimes, even after we do it, we have to make sure that we don't. Uh, the Gemara talks about in one context, Toa ala Rishonos. We can't be Toa ala Rishonos. We did the mitzvah. We have to thank Hakadosh Baruch for the chance that we were able to do it. Okay, moving right along. So we have para aduma. Let's go to the next pasuk. Tabriel b'nei Yisrael v'yechuei lecha para aduma timima. Asherin b'amum a para aduma complete red no mum asher lo Allah aleha ol that there was never an ol on. Many chazals as Yerushalmi about uh, a group of uh, non-Jews that were trying to sell a para aduma and they tried to trick the Jews. There's special hair on the neck that stood up, but if there's an ol, there was a burden and went down. They lost a lot of money. Fascinating stories. All oh, that Paraduma, obviously, Dama Benesina is one of the more well-known. Well and after it is um, 
gotten, you find the paraduma, there weren't too many of them in history, only nine, we're waiting for number ten. Take it out, paraduma is done outside, and it is, it is a shechted. There is a target Yonasan on the Pasik. It's quoted here, I think I might have mentioned this thought a number of years ago, but um, mentioned it again uh, now in source number five. When it is shechted, it has to be shechted that it shouldn't be a trefa. We know there are many different trees. Trefas listed in the third parak of Masechus Chulin. So the paraduma had to be checked, like many other karbanas, all karbanas. Four days before every karban, you had to be checked. Afterwards, it's shechted. Ask Shavuot and Ibishitz the Kasha Halochazal say we know Vishachan Vesaraf. What is the avod of the Paraduma done on Harazesim? It's amazing, just a parenthetical thought. Paraduma is the most tahor avoda, right? You had to use special kohanim that were never tamei, and they built a ramp special from Harabayas over to Harazesim, where there was if there was ever any tuma underneath, it was it was stopped. The most holy, and now it was done on the makom where now there's a base akvaris. Right, it was Parazesim was the most tahar. But again, now it's uh Shem, here you it's gonna be the Makum of the Paraduma again. Says the but the Gemara says that the halacha is that Mashritasak Shi Shlema Srifasak Shishlema. The Paraduma, the Avoda Paraduma was done when the animal was whole. It was shechted and then it was burned. And then the ashes were used to be Matahir, us. At the Shem we'll talk about uh in a in a few minutes. How do you check for trephus if it was whole? Couldn't like open up the lungs. You couldn't check all the different parts of the animal. It had to be whole. So how'd they do it? What does the Targum Yonasan mean? Obviously, if we knew Shas and uh, Postkim and Rishonim, even if we knew Shas and Tosfus by heart, we might not have put this together. Says of Yonasan Ibishitz, Tosfus and Shabbos. We know the three Nisan that took place throughout the Midbar, right? the three great biblical personalities, the Gemara Mesechas Tainus, and Bishchus, the three biblical personalities, were Zochet to the Adonai Akavah, the Mon, and the, and the Be'er. And the Adonai Akavah is like the most mysterious one. Seems to be. The man was food. The air was water. What did the Ananiakava do? They surrounded us. They filled in the potholes. They knocked down the flat in the mountains. They made the clothing grow with us. Right? The shoes. Amazing. The Ananiakava. That's what we're supposed to think about when we sit in the sukkah. We paskin Ananiakava. Right? So, magical, mysterious clouds that Hashem put around us. But Tosfus quotes a Bryce that says, the Ananiakava created X-ray vision. What does that mean, X-ray vision? You'd be able to look in a pail and see what was in the pail. It was such intense light, heavenly light, you could see right through. You could see right through the kalim. Says explaining. Paradum is not a problem. No problem seeing the trephas inside. The only time in history that you didn't have to check inside to know whether there were trephas or not, just hold it up to the Ananea Kavod and be able to see, and in that way, be able to see the trephas inside without having to skin the animal, without having to cut the animal, using the Ananea Kavod, that is what, uh, in the midbar at least, that's how it uh, worked. What about afterwards when they didn't have the Ananiya covered anymore? That's a problem. That's a problem. Maybe Rabbi Yonasan Ibishis was only talking about at that time in history when it was possible. Afterwards, then it might have not have been. Okay. Moving right along. One more thought, maybe two more, but one more related to Para Aduma in general. Para Aduma in general. Let's see, thoughts of the, I've been quoted him uh, that often, but in the Mishkan Betzalel, or Betzalel Radinsky in source number six, asks a couple of questions about Paraduma. Number one, he quotes the Gemara Masechus Yuma and Daf Membeis. 
that Shitas Rav, after quoting the Pasik of Shita, Rav holds Shitas Paraduma Dafka Bekohen. Those learning with Dafyomi now are familiar with Masechus Vachim that Shita, different all the, than all the other Avodas, can be done by a Zar, by a Yisrael. It doesn't have to be done by a Kohen. All the other Avodas have to be done by a Kohen. Paraduma can be, uh, Shita can be done by a Zar. Rav holds, not Paraduma. Paraduma, start to finish, has to be done with a Kohen. So question one, why? Why, Dafka, does the Paraduma have to be done, according to Rav, by a Kohen, especially knowing that the Gemara writes in a number of places that in a certain sense, Paraduma is not even as intense an Avoda as other Avodas. It's not even done in the base of Migdash. It's done on Harazesim. The Gemara in one place calls it Kachi Bedek Habayas, which is even the less intense type of sanctity that the base of, that the Dvarim in the base of Migdash have. It's not Kedushas Haguf, Kedushas Mizbeach. It's Kedushas Bedek Habayas. So question one, why would Paraduma require a Kohen for all the Avodos, even Shechita? Question one. Question two. Next page, source number seven. Od yesh la'amot. Tihine matzanu sheparaduma hagam dahavi michukos atora. Bilti muvanim. L'seichelah enoshi. Yes, as we started off, it's a chok, it's a not understandable. Matara satameim, umatameya satahorim. Im kolzos. And yet, if you, we read Rashi, and we ask many on the, uh, many children coming home. Im kolzos biarulano chazal shatam shibahi. We know there's a connection between the Paraduma and the Cheta Egel. Yes, Reverdinsky. We know that ultimately the Gemara says at the end of Yuma there are different levels of Kapara, but part of Kapara, this week's Parsha, Miriam, Miriam and Miriam, Misa Mechaperes. Misa Mechaperes. Said Asrav Rudinsky, the im beemes para aduma kapara alcheta egel madua hid ba adafka b'shas misa va'al yedei tumasa. A question that not many other mafarshim ask. Para aduma has this amazing capacity of kapara. Be mechaper for the cheta egel. So why is adafka connected to death? Why can't whenever we want to go to the base of megdash and become tar, we'll get some para aduma sprinkled upon us? Why is it not connected to Misa? We're so used to it. You know, when somebody's Tamemes, the most intense uh, Tumah, so we get sprinkled with the Paraduma. But let's let's stop for a minute. We're, we're brainwashed in a good way, but not negative. But we know that Paraduma is connected to Misa. But why is that? Why, if it, it has this unbelievable power of atonement, so maybe every Yom Kippur, you know, all Jews should get some Paraduma on them. No, it's, it's so, what is it Dafka connected to Misa for? So number one, why Dafka Kohen Shechting, according to Rav? Number two, why is there a specific connection between the Paraduma and and uh, and Misa? Halakol Adam Afilu Imlo Naga B'Meis Ha'Elo L'Tarat Zmai Demechatos Ve'Ezek Kesher Yesh Bein Tumas Meis L'Cheta Egel. So what is it about Misa and Egel? Just parenthetically, also to uh, to remind, uh, to remind ourselves, a number of years ago, maybe five, six years ago, I discussed Rav Salvechik's thought that Paradum is situated here in the Torah. Right? Well, why is it here? Right? We were talking about Korach last week, and the end of the parasha we have, we have Miriam and Aaron, and, and right? these are the what Rav Salvechik called the blackout years. Right? The beginning of the parasha was still in year two, and then the end of last week's parasha, right? Korach, and then all of a sudden Miriam dies. We're in year 40. All of a sudden, in 38 years, whoosh, Right, without our noticing, right? The one thing the Torah tells us about this time period, nothing but paradum is situated. Because that's what they were dealing with during those years. During all the 38 years of uh, Kala Yisrael not being able to, to go into Eretz Yisrael, all the men. So again, that was a number of years ago we discussed that that thought. But either way, back to this issue. So why is Dafka Paraduma connected to, to Misa? And there's another question which we'll skip for now, but let's go to line 16. Daiti, Pashat. Okay. Let's think back to the first sin. The chait of eitz hadas, the original sin. Hello, again, many pshatim given. Often we don't have a chance to have a parshas here on parshas bracious, which is, you know, it's not fair that parshas bracious often, uh, you know, 
get so you should have four weeks on Parshas Bracious, but okay. So we'll talk a little bit about Bracious now. Haloloba lachava ela The root chayd of the Eitz Hadas, many different shatim given, but one idea that many have is that, so to speak, she and also Adam thought they could kind of outsmart God. Hashem gave it sivui. Yeah, but but we know what's we know what's better. If we eat and then we overcome, oh, it's even better. All different shatim given. What exactly? But it was using their seichel. They could try to figure out how to serve Hakadosh Baruch Hu even after eating from the tree. Whatever pshat is given, Hainu, shahanachas pita usa lehishtamish besichla ulehisale mitziv Hakadosh Baruch Hu. I know this is what Hashem commanded. But you know what? Let's think about it. Let's, let's deal with this logically. Doesn't it make more sense? He doesn't want you to eat from the tree because whatever reason, whatever the because is, that was the chait. The chait was using sechel over tzibli Hashem. And what was the punishment? The ultimate out of all the punishments? Misa. Misa is something that no matter how far man goes in terms of technological advancements, in terms of moving on in the modern world, there's one thing that we will never understand. The greatest mystery of life is death. And that's something that every human being is subject to. The ultimate punishment, the punishment that was given to Adam and Chava for using their Seichel is the event that is totally beyond human comprehension. And that's the Mida Kenegad Mida. Don't think you can outsmart or understand what my Tzivu is or what my what my Ratzon is. Um writes the Mishka Betzalel. Nigzra Misa al Haolam. Vinishtal Shalu Advarim Adzman Matan Torasenu. And it was this way, as Chazal say, so to speak, the Zuhama, the spiritual infection. That went into our neshamas was there from the chait all the way till Har Sinai. At Har Sinai we were purified. At Har Sinai we were back to levels of Ganeiden, levels unbelievable. Did not last too long. Did not last too long. A little while later, a couple months later, right on, uh, you know, in the in the summertime of that first uh, that first year of being Bnei Yisrael, the summer already did not uh, did not turn out so well. Chait Egel. The root of the Chaita Egel then, we got the Zuhama back, the Gemara says. What was the root of a Chaita Egel? Again, many different Shatim, but again, one could suggest it's the same root Chait, using their Seichel. Moshe's not here, we're doomed. We're done. Hashem didn't have a plan, forget it. We're, again, trying to use their logic and figure everything out. It's going back to the Chait of the Eitz Hadas. And what's the Kapara for that? So we have Chait of Adam and Chava, we have Misa. Then we have Egel back to the beginning, Paraduma. Connected to Misa. Because that's exactly the point. It's the same root chait of using one Seichel from the chait of the Adam and Chava, the chait of the Egel, and Hashem first brought death to the world, and now we didn't get the message. By the Egel, we had the same uh, uh, mistake again. And that's why Paraduma, Beyond human comprehension, the symbol of chok, the symbol of of beyond human comprehension, but it's specifically connected to misa, because that's when it's choser v'nei, or so to speak, the chait of Adam and Chava, and it comes back. Let's read some of his words now. Masha'en Kane, he writes on line twenty-two. Kashikivlo abosinu as atora besinai. Halamavur shasham paska zuamasa on the madazuama. The the spiritual infection left us. Viyatsumi mitsudas. We were free. If we wouldn't have sinned by the Egel, maybe there wouldn't have been death in the world after Chet Egel. Maybe we would have been back to the beginning. Maybe, who knows? Didn't happen, so we don't know. After we sinned by the Egel, fascinating to think about it now, and they killed Chur by the Egel. Think about death. They brought death back to the world. They murdered. They murdered Chur. The that misa again comes back. Like we said, again using our minds. Because it came back, 
So that is why Dafka, by Tumas Mace, the ultimate Tumah, when there's connected to death, Paraduma. Because that's the Kapara, that's the, 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 the second time in history that Kaddish Baruch Hu tried to teach, teach us the message, uh, those two are, are connected. And again, he says towards the bottom then, so why Dafka a Kohen? Because a Kohen is the one that's supposed to be, I am following the Dvar Hashem, I am doing the Avod in the Beis Hamikdash, and not Chokimilafanai, but again, Ki'ilu, it's that, the, the symbol of the one who does the Avoda, Kohanim Zrizimheim in the Beis Hamikdash, in order to teach us this message about not questioning and just doing what a Kaddish Baruch Hu, what a Kaddish Baruch Hu wants. Okay. Moving right along. One more detail. One more detail um, about Paraduma. Again, there's many, again, we spoke in past years about the hate of uh, Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe and Aaron. We're not going to focus on that this year. Uh, again, just read the Ramban every year, and we can just get all of the, uh, many of the Pshatim again. But there is an interesting detail that we use in the, the Avoda of the Paraduma. Says the Torah. So we burn the entire paraduma. And the Kohen takes Pasuk Vav. He takes an Eitz Erez, cedar tree. He throws it in. Can't use any wood or bushes you want. There are specifics that you have to use. The Erez, the Ezov, and the Shni Tolas. And throw it in. And then he becomes Tamei. So why Dafka is there in Eitz Erez and an Ezov? So we know from other contexts in Chazal, those two often go together. The Erez, Arzei Levanon, and the Ezov. What do these symbolize? Chazal tell us, Rashi does not quote it on the Pasuk. Chazal tell us, quoted at the beginning of source number 9, why dafka the Erez and the Ezov? Im ke'erez, yashpil atzmo ke'ezov. The Erez is one of the tallest trees. The cedar trees. And the Ezov is a little, you know, drooping bush. Very small, you can even just step on it when you pass by. If I'm as haughty and as proud as an Erez, I should get lower down like an Ezov. Ask the Nesiva Shalom, the Slanam Rebbe. Take Shalom Afarshim. If the whole point is being humble, is the hum- whole point being lowly, like Moshe Rabbeinu, so why even have the errors in the first place? Just put in the Ezov. We need the errors for. For my oh, if you're the errors, okay, I know I'm the error. Just put in Ezov, and I know we'll also be like an Ezov. Right, what do I need the errors for? Eich errors hamore al geus shehidover shlili. Something that is so negative. And I'll throw in another question that he's going to answer. Again, many Ezos Chukos HaTorah. Sounds like a very general statement. Not just, this is a Chok. This is an example of a Chok Paraduma. Ezos Chukos HaTorah sounds like there's a major message here that's being given to us about all Torah. Ezos Chukos HaTorah. And Chazal already darshan on it, Enadim. Oh, well, that's later on. But, uh, but either way, it's related to this. Says the Nesiva Shalom. V'yishlomar, again, a very well-known thought, but he puts it in this context. V'yishlomar, Kamoshakasa, V'sifar HaKadoshim, told us Yaakov Yosef. And when it says at the beginning of the parsha, V'yadav HaShem HaMoshe HaLaron, Le'mar Zoschukas HaTorah, Moshe, Humidas, Anova, V'shiflus, Say to Moshe and Aaron, Zoschukas HaTorah. What does Moshe symbolize? What does Aaron symbolize? Not so many parshios in the Torah do we have. V'yadav HaShem HaMoshe, V'yel HaHaron, Le'mar. Very often, we have V'yadav HaShem HaMoshe, Le'mar. Once, we have V'yadav HaShem HaHaron, Le'mar. Right, once. And then we have a few times, Adav Hashem Moshe, Yel Aaron, Lamar. So here, says the uh, Nesiva Shalom, quoting here from the Toldos Yaakov Yosef, what does Moshe and Aaron symbolize in this context? Moshe obviously symbolizes Anava Vishiflus. As it says in Baaloscha, Vahaish Moshe Anav Ma'od, Mikalha Adam, Asher Apneha Adama. The most humble. The greatest was the most humble. V'yomer Chazal, Right, Moshe was the lowest of the low. Moshe symbolizes Anava. Aaron, 
symbolizes not chas v'shalom gaiva, but we might say proud, noble, aristocracy, nobility. Midas geus de kedusha, kedersiv, royalty. He was not royalty in terms of the Dovan Melech type of royalty, but in terms of kahuna, Kohanic royalty. Glory. Arana Cohen had covenant into Ferris. Moshe did not. Moshe symbolizes Anava. Aaron symbolizes proudness, royalty. Virak al Yedei Beis Hamido Shal Moshe Va'Aaron Yachtav Yesh Pazesh Lemus. Only through these two Midos of Moshe and Aaron can there be complete Avodah Hashem of a Jew. Because either one of them by themselves could be dangerous. If all I focus on is humility and anava, and I'm a nothing and I can't do it. It's not, I can, you know, I'm not there. I won't get anything done. If there's no self-worth, if there's no self-confidence in the best way, Hashem loves me, and I could do it, and I could accomplish. If I don't have any of that, then there's no reason for me to get up in the morning. Right? What, what, what purpose do I have today? As we've mentioned often, Rabbah Emunah Secha, we say every morning. Not just Rabbah Emunah, see, I, my Emunah. No, Hashem, you have Emunah in me. If you gave me another day, Rabbah Emunah Secha. So we need that. But obviously, if we just have that, without the balance of the Moshe Rabbeinu, then we're not going to succeed either. I'm, I'm great. Hashem loves me so much. I'm the best. I could. I'm. It's about the balance. It's about godless and shiftless. Ha'adam. El Moshe el Aaron. Hashem says to the Moshe in us and to the Aaron in us, we need the balance. This is how we succeed in our Avodah Hashem. It's the balance of recognizing how much power we have and how much Hashem expects of us and, and gives us the talents to succeed, but also recognizing that it's all a gift and it's not about me. I'm just the conduit. I'm just given this in order to be a proper treasurer of these of these gifts that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has given. And it continues to the next paragraph. These can be used in the negative, as we've said. Both of these can be used in a negative way. And there's a sakana. There's a sakana that we have to uh, realize. We can't let the Yitzhahara, you know, tell us that we can't do it. He quotes Al-Pidrush. He quotes by the Pasuk, by Yosef HaTzadik, line 33. Treasonous. The Yitzhahara grabs us by our treasons, by our sins, and says, what? You can't do it. Right, just you might as well lie down. Shikva me, lie down, give up. Right, don't think you can accomplish anything. The greatest pitu, the greatest seduction of the Yitzhahara, that he tells us that we can't do it and we're not worth anything. Rahman Allah, how much, how many of our youth just think that they have no power, they have no, they have no connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and Hashem is not expecting anything of them, and they don't. Because we, we we have to our, this generation, you know, that's the bigger problem of this generation. When 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 we think that we we can't do it more than the the the, the opposite. But that's what the Yitzhara says. And what does Yosef say? There's nobody greater than me, right? It's, it's all about me, right? I have to do it. I have to do it. No, I have to do it. I have to accomplish. And then he says on the top of the next lo- the next column, Shizel Musra Gadol Yoser, Hamadabra Levi Yehudi, Umonei Ra. Right? What what 
prevents us. Remember who your father is. Remember the connections that you have. You know, imagine if we are, you know, our, our father is the CEO of the company, how we would be walking around. You know, obviously, in a, in a, in a, in a, we have to do it in a way that's appropriate, but we have to recognize, you know, who are, who are Avinu Malkeinu. Eitz Erez and an Azov. Zos Chukas It's about Moshe and it's about Aaron. It's about the balance of being like the cedar and being like the hyssop. Eitz Erez Romez Al Gabla Shel Yehudi. Bechidas Geyes Tekdusha. The Azov Hainu Shiflus Emes. Ladaz Az Erko Shu Ein Ve'Efes. And that's what, that's what, you throw them both in. You throw them both in because that's the magical combination of ingredients that we need to have. This is what it's all about. The balance of, of realizing how much HaKadosh Baruch Hu loves us and how much He demands of us. How much He wants to raise us. Even just those two words that I just mentioned. There's Avinu and there's Malkenu. Avinu is, is why He's our Father. We should... We should, we should, we should jump up and ju- jumping out of our skin, Avinu! But Malkenu makes us run the other way as well. It's a beautiful Rabbeinu Yonah, I've mentioned it in a number of years. Rabbeinu Yonah on, uh, on the Gemara, beginning of the fifth parak in Brachas. On Ibtos Hashem Beyira Vagilu Berada. Yiddish Hashem Simcha Vagilu Berada. The two psukim, the Gemara talks about there, Daflam and Brachas. Rabbeinu Yonah says the only relationship that we have that works in opposite directions is with Akadish Baruchu. Right? Usually, if there's a love hate relationship, not love anything, love fear relationship. Love is running one way and fear is going the other. It's one or the other. It can't be both at the same time, right? Because you can't be going in both directions at the same time. It could be alternating, but not at the same time. But with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it's Gilu Bir'ada. It's at the same time we have Simcha in the Ra'ada. We have to realize the Shiflus and the Gablus. The same moment, the same time, like the Rambam and Nechuzi Sodiyat Torah in Perak Beis, when we look around the world, we realize how unbelievable Hashem is and we run towards Him. And we also realize, we realize how awesome Hashem is. Every tiny little insect, billions of insects, and billions of how the whole world fits together. The Gilu Ber'ada says that the Siva Shalom, that's the secret of life. The Eitz Erez and the Azov. And he says, but it's important to know which one is first in the Pasik. The Hikdam of Eitz Erez Le'ezov. The eight Sarahs is first. Especially in our generation, we have to recognize the godless Adam. We have to realize with the Ben Melech and realize how much power how much power we have. Okay. One more thought paraduma, and then we'll uh, finish up with a thought on the end of the, the end of the parsha. So we have towards the end. As we know, it's a chok, it's a chok, it's a chok, but at the end of the whole parsha, Rashi says, but let me now give you your Moshe Darshan. He goes through the symbol of everything relating to Chet Egel. So, one of the points that Rashi makes here, in Paragutes Pasachav Beis, all the way at the end, says Rashi, uh, every detail, Elazar Akoin. Elazar Akoin. Why does Elazar do it? Aaron hadn't died yet. Why is Elazar the one involved in the Avodah? The skan kohen gadol, kishem shenikol aaron shu kohen laasosa egel ulafisha aaron asasa egel lo nitzna lo avodazu al yado. He was involved. He didn't take in the egel. He doesn't take part in the paraduma. Why? Ein kategor naasesanegor. Rashi quotes the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah da'chavav. The prosecutor cannot be the defense attorney. Can't wear two hats. And Aaron Cohen had to do with the Egel, whatever his role was, so therefore he can't be involved in the Paraduma. Good. That's what Rashi quotes. Ask the Gurarya, asks the Maharal, wait a minute. We know that Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, the Gemara goes through. You know, why does the Kohen not wear gold when he goes into the Kodesh Kadashim? Because the Chet Egel. So why does he wear gold outside the Kodesh Kadashim? That's okay, because that's not in the Kodesh Kadashim. Only in the Kodesh Kadashim do you apply the principle of Ekedegadas Senegar. I, what about Shofar, Shofar Shapara? Oh, it's Ki'ilu, you're in the Kodesh Kadashim. Okay, not for now, but that's, but the rule is Kodesh Kadashim. Ask the Gerarye, are you in the Kodesh Kadashim here? You're not even in the base of Migdash. You're, you're in the Midbar. And you're gonna be in Harazesim. So what do you mean Ekedegadas Senegar? 
You're not, you're not Bifnim. It's against the Gemara. You can't say the Torah is against the Gemara. But, you know, how do you, how do you work it out? Esther of the Maharal, source 10, Vim Tobar. Amaskinon, Delo Amrinon, in Kategor, Nasasanega, Rak Bifnim. Velomi Bachutz. The Imlo Kane, big days of Shakoan Gado, Lamalo Amrinon, the, the Koan Gado, what that sits, he wore that sits all the time. Right? You can, you can never wear that sits. In Kategor, Nasasanegar. Says the Maharal, again, not reading it all, just to, to save time, Beishlomar, line 14, here is different. Here is different. Why? When do we say only applies in the Kodesh Kadashim? That's where what you're doing has no specific connection to that previous Avera. Avodas Yom HaKippurim, Chete Egel, okay, only Bifnim. But here, what is Paraduma? Paraduma is being Mechaper on the Egel. It's directly connected to the Egel. Then even not Bifnim. The standard applies. Bifnim is where there's no specific connection between what you're doing and the Avera. That is the prosecutor connected. But here says the Maharal. Tkivan de Chaper al HaEgel Atzmo ain't Svara Sanegar. I mean, come on, so even though it's Bachutz, but you're trying to be Mechaper on this Avera, you're going to use Aaron HaKohen? She'en Svara She'aron Meilitz al Yisrael HaChaper v'hu ba'atzmo chatabazeh. Step one. Says the Maharal, okay, so stay away from Egel. Stay away from anything that reminds you of Egel. So why using a para? You're not using Aaron. Because in Kategor Nasasanegar, even Bachutz of the Kodesh Kadashim, because it's about being Machaper for the Chet Egel. Paraduma? Para? Tavo Ima Vetachanech is so So why using a para anyway? So you're not using a you are using a para. So it says that Maharal, it's a balance. You can't use Aaron, but you can use the object, the para. Why? Left side. Well, we might remember this from the Rambam in Hilchus Shuva. What's the ultimate Shuva? Same situation, same koch, same everything, and then I don't do it. Yes, Shuva and Kapara is about staying away. But on the other hand, it's trying to use my kochos in exactly the same way, but this time, this time doing it well. This time not messing up. Says the Maharal on the left side. That's regarding Aaron. You should use it. You see, Rav Hartman in the footnotes quotes a mashal. Quotes a mashal. He quotes the the, the, the the Maharal himself in Vayikra who quotes this mashal. Mashal in source two, uh, footnote 205. Mashal amisha Somebody steals a beautiful cleave from a king. Asherbo He steals the king's goblet. He comes and says to the king, I'm really sorry. And what does he do? He brings him a present. Brings him a present, some present, I don't know, some uh, beautiful tapestry. Or even if it'll bring a different coast. That's going to make the king feel good. You stole my cup. What are you giving me this cup for? But if he doesn't have that, he says, this is what I have. This is the best I could do. Then the king said, okay, that's not reminding me of the chait. This is what you could do. And you're trying to do, have reparations, so to speak. Chait to Egel. Okay, not Aaron Cohen, but para, Duma, para, Egel, says the Maharal. That's why it's a balance. So on the one hand, Enka Degonasa Saneger, but on the other hand, on the other hand, to, to be in the world of cows, you know, does give a uh, kapar. Okay, let's finish off with a thought of the, of the Chavetz Chaim. Towards the end of the Parsha, Perachaval of Pasik Chavzayin. We have a couple of psukim of uh, 
of the Shira, Oz Yashir. We have the Oz Yashir towards the end, but we have a Pasuk that many of the Bali Musar talk about this Chazal. Pasuk Chazayin all the way towards the end of the Parsha. Al-Kain, Yomur HaMoshlim, Ba'u Cheshbon, Tibaneva Sikonenir Sichon. The Moshlim say, Ba'u Cheshbon. Who are the Moshlim and what's the Cheshbon? Bo Cheshbon. Cheshbon was, was one of the places that they, they had to conquer before they went into Eretz Yisrael. But we know Chazal tell us, source number 12, Gemara Mesechaz Bo Abbasra, Omar Shur Barachmeni, Omar Bionasan, Mai Dechsev, Yomru Moshlim Bo Cheshbon, HaMoshlim Elu HaMoshlim B'Yitzran. Bo Cheshbon. Bo V'Nachshov Cheshbono Shel Olam. Bo Cheshbon, we have to make Cheshbonos. We have to have cheshbon. What's cheshbon? We all says the chav. Well, it says finishes the the lashon, and then we'll explain it. Hefsid mitzvah keneged schara. The schara veira keneged hefseita. Tibanev sikonein matos yakein. Tibanev olam azeh v'tikonein lo olam haba. Says the chavis chaim, and it's also based on the smog. In so many areas in life, and basically almost every other area in life, we have plans. We have plans, financial plans. We meet with financial planners to make sure our financial plans, we won't rely just on my own seichel, make sure that I speak to the experts. Financial plans, we have educational plans for our children, for our grandchildren. We have all different types of plans that we have. You know, exercise plans, diet plans. We have so many different plans. Says the Chavetz Chaim, says Chasei Chazal, Bo Cheshbon. What about Cheshbon in our, in our character? What about Cheshbon in our mitzvot? What about Cheshbon in our Torah? When we think about what we want our investments to, investments to look like in five years and ten years, you know, we want to get the most, the most return on our investment. So says the Chavis Chaim, are we thinking about what kind of return we want on our, on our, on our learning in five years from now? Where do I want to be in five years from now? Which Pirish on Chumash do I want to know better in five years from now? What plans do I have? Like the smog, he goes to the smog and the Agdama, right? One of the Baliatosvis, the smog and the Agdama. He writes, Kodesh Baruch Hu created first angels, and then he created animals, and then he created human beings. Nasa Adam, the Ramban says. Nasa, it's the, it's the physical and it's the spiritual. Nasa Adam. Bitsalmeru Kid Musenu. Says the Chafetz Chaya. Smog explains. We have to have a cheshbon of how much is the, the balance. We spoke before about the balance. But this balance, the Tzara Chomri, line 13. Our Kiv Shnei Yachad. He's going to make the human being as a little of both. And we have to realize, as he turns, as turned over, he says, we have to have the cheshbon of this balance that HaKadosh Baruch Hu puts in, in, inside of us. Yotzei at line 6. Ala Adam Lechashi Tamid Darko. Hefzid Mitzvah Kenegat Schara. V'lo Laniach Lenefesh HaBehemis. Lasos Kefit and the Masul Sisharim talks all about this. The Eitzhar just wants us not to think. But Chazal tell us, Bo Cheshbon. Right? We have to always have Cheshbonos. We have to always have to think and not let anything go on the side. In the footnote, the Mitzvah Samelech there, the, uh, the, the Maisel Amelech, the footnotes of the Chavetz Chaim Al Torah. He quotes the Mashal that the Chavetz Chaim used to give. Mashal there, a Mashal l'socher echa chesachar eglon ir. A man hires a wagon driver to take him from one city to another city. And he says, you got to be careful, make sure I get to the next city. He says, fine, great. And he's sitting in the carriage and the wagon driver is driving. And all of a sudden, the horse falls on the side and breaks his leg and he runs down. He says, what's going on here? What do you do? How do you fall? And the Aglon says in line 7, he saw daber l'socher. Le'erich panasa ishkachati al susi. I have trained my horse perfectly. I have done so much. And I know he's a maskil. He know I can't believe this happened. I can't believe this happened. Tova. So says the, 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 the man to the driver. He's a maskil, but he's still a horse. He's still a behemoth. He says, you're trusting the animal with your, with your, with your ride. Sof sof behemi, because manchi roa dover ha noela ta'avasa, miskaberas alaha taiva, baholechas lersona. Says the Chafetz Chaim, in us we were created with a physical side and a spiritual side. Right? The physical side, we just let, yeah, I trust it. I trust it. Says the Chafetz Chaim, we have to have a cheshbon. We have to make sure, just like every other area in life, we have a focus, like the great tzaddikim of yesteryear, maybe even of today, right? Every night we think about, how was my day? How was my week? How was my month? We have to have cheshbon, because if we just go through life, 
you know, not, not thinking. You know, we could be off kilter and not ever get back on track. So, as I'll tell us in the beginning of, uh, the, the end of this week's parsha, parsha's chukas, Alkein Yomur HaMoshlim, the Moshe, the Moshel, uh, Akadosh Baruch Hu tells us, Bo Cheshbon, let's all make Cheshbonos, let's all make sure that we know all the different messages that we learned tonight. We know the different categories of mitzvahs that we have. We have chukim, we have mishpatim, we have, we have adios. We know there's a balance between the godless ha'adam and the, and the shiftless ha'adam, the balance that we have to have. We know the Yitzhara tells us beforehand sometimes, and he tells us afterwards sometimes. We have to make sure to always try to, uh, to be strong. We know what the chayte egel is about. We know the paradum is about. And by Hashem, we should try to succeed and always be thinking. Yeah, being a Jew is a thinking, is a means being a thinking Jew. Hashem, we should have siyat ha'dashmaya to be able to, to have all the cheshbonos and make the best decisions that a Baruch Hu wants and la'asos ritzoneinu ritzono. I think we'll stop here.